Algar Productions. Algar Productions. I'm Amanda, and this is Al. Hello. And we're trying. This time we went to a pantomime and Diagon Alley. Those are two separate things, by the way. Two things. We didn't go to a pantomime in Diagon Alley. They're, they're different, separate things. There wouldn't have been enough room for a pantomime. Not not in this version of no. that, no. But, uh, yeah, this was, a, this was an authentic, well, authentic English-British... English style. English Restaurant style. Restaurant quality. Yeah, I was, I was expecting some American folks trying some bad British accents, and I got some of that. You were not disappointed. Yes. So we went and saw uh, Cinderella at Hale's Palladium, and it was with the Fremont Players and the Fremont Philharmonic Orchestra. Which is in the Ballard neighborhood of Seattle, where we live. Yeah. We actually, uh, one of the reasons we chose this place is we drive by it like all the damn time and keep saying, hey, we should go and do that. I, I don't sound like that. Do I sound like that? Hey, we got maybe she just go go and just go and do that. No, it's it's uh, it's very near our friend Bob's house. It's very near a place where we do recording for one of our other projects, and uh, yeah, we pass it like like clockwork every two weeks. And it's like, yeah, I've always wondered what one of those is. We should we should try that, and now we have a reason to try things. Yeah, so we're like, oh, hey, that's a thing we could do for the show. Yeah. And to check something off of the thing we said we we're going to do. And it's vaguely seasonal, although I didn't really get that because it's a Christmas tradition and there was nothing Christmas about it, it at all. It just happens around Christmas. It oh. doesn't have to be about Christmas. It and just I'm glad happens it wasn't because neither of us is a big Christmas person. So I'm glad that it was just sort of based around a standard fairy tale and not uh, not a Christmas theme. I think I would have liked it less. Yeah, Christmas. Uh, I Also, Christmas feels a little played out. Like, what more is there to say? Like this was fresh, Daisy. Oh yeah, this was Daisy Fresh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. But really, we should backtrack and and explain exactly what this kind of thing is because I wasn't entirely clear on this, and I'm sure other people wouldn't be either. Uh, I saw this sort of thing when I was a kid, and uh, I guess it's like an Englishy English thing that we get in Canada, like one of the holdovers, like yeah, you guys milk g- with your teeth. You guys held on to a lot more. British type institutions than we did. We mm-hmm. we cast a lot of them off, and you guys still love that stuff. Uh, so it's like um, it's a play for children uh, that is also designed to have some body adult jokes. There were a lot of body adult. Like it definitely was not just for children. Not your grandpa's pantomime. No, it was exactly your grandpa's pantomime. Uh-huh. It's exactly the same. Uh-huh. Um, but the idea is that there's like fun storytale stuff for kids and then uh, grown-up stuff for the adults, and a lot of call-and-response stuff and booing at the villains and, like, clapping for the the hero. And Yeah, the program actually encourages you. It says, you know, have fun, yell out, and there there are specific times where you're supposed to yell specific things out and boo the villains, and yeah. Yeah, like, they'll say, I didn't hide that ticket from the... Uh, from the hero. Oh, yes, you did. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, yes, you did. Oh, no, I didn't. I'm not going to do it more than twice. And then we, then you keep doing that for a real long time. Yeah, it's like saying, how do you do? You're just stuck for How do you do? How do you do? How do you do? How do you do? But how do you do? Uh-huh. It just goes on like that. Um, I have, because I am a huge Anglophile, like, like every nerd in the world, this does not make me unique. 
But, Daisy Fresh. Yeah, I, you know, grew up on uh, Python and Douglas Adams and Red Dwarf and all that stuff. And I've seen it referenced in a million Britishy things, but I've never actually seen one. And in fact, uh, one of our, our friends from over that way, uh, we call him Irish Gav, but he lives in England now. He grew up all around the, the UK, said, really, you have that over there? And he was surprised because it's not associated with America. It's it's a very uniquely Britishy kind of thing. So, uh no, I hadn't before. And your experience is from as a very small child. So. Yeah, the tiniest of babies. Right. So you hadn't, neither of us had seen this as an adult. So it was a new experience for us in that sense. But but you were familiar. And I mean, if you have kids, it's actually, I was thinking about it when we were watching it, because there's a whole bunch of kids in the audience because mm-hmm. it's, you know, four kids. Yeah. There's, um because there's a lot of stuff for kids to do during, they're probably less likely to get bored and antsy. Also, all of the sequences are fairly short. Yeah, like, I feel like a couple of the songs, like, there were a lot of songs. And yeah. musicals, I, I have a reputation for not liking musicals. This is actually not true. What it is, is I feel like every musical is about one song too long. Cheer up, Charlie. Yes. If you look at uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, it's got like eight good songs in it. And then Cheer Up, Charlie, where his depressing ass mom in, in working in the laundry Tells him that things are about to get better. And then in the next scene, things get better. So what was even the point of singing that song? But that's probably the worst one of these ones you're talking about that yeah. are long and they don't fit in. But it's it's not even that I don't like musicals. I like most of a, most of the songs in a good musical. It's just that one that drags it down. And this one had one or two of those, too. There was like 10 songs and like one or two I didn't love. But the songs do, and all the scenes tend to be fairly short. Yeah. So that it's better for a, for a kid and lots of stuff's going on. The thing is, as an adult with ADHD, I basically can relate to the way a kid would watch a thing because I still have that mindset. Of, I'm bored. That's, that's Get on with it. Yeah, I'm 43 years old and I still look at things like that. <laughs> and, uh, and there were a couple of times where it's just like, this song isn't funny mm-hmm. and... They're not doing an interesting physical thing during it, and I just want them to move on. But but that was relatively minor. I enjoyed it overall. Yeah, and for the show was, what, like nearly two hours? Yeah, it was an hour and then an intermission and then another 45 minutes. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's a long haul for you to sit through something. Yeah. So for you not to be like at the end of not just like squirming and wanting to go. No, it was pretty good. It was fun. The, yeah. the performers were good. Yep. The, the material was exactly what I expected. Super broad, super like, eh, get it, eh? Honestly, sometimes it wasn't broad enough. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of dad joke bits where it's like, uh, how poor are you? I'm so poor, that, but how poor are you? Right. Or they're supposed to be groaners and they even have like a da-da-da. Yeah, and yeah, yeah they, had the, they had a nice little band there. They called them an orchestra. I don't, can you be an orchestra? You got like 10 people in you. I think so. I think an orchestra is more than four. I don't know. Ooh, I have no idea what I'm that's talking an orgy. about. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was definitely an orgy. Orgy of, of musicians. Of musicians. Yeah. No, the, the the band was quite good. The band, I would say, like, I enjoyed the show, and I'm not even, like, a huge music guy, but the band was probably the best part. They yeah, were they were really a little good. better than the performers, yeah. I would say. But yeah, they did, they did like, the drum fill during the bad jokes. And yeah, the bad jokes could have been worse jokes. Like, so, there is a point where bad jokes get so bad, they, they come around to being funny again, yeah. and they hadn't quite reached that point. Um. The uh, the orchestra actually had a section of kazoo, a kazoo section 
which yeah. is pretty good. I mean, you expect that mm-hmm. with a because I mean the, the tradition of panto goes back to like medieval times when you had like three instruments in the world, and the kazoo was one of them. Yeah, exactly. And then like a gourd of some kind, and then like a lute, and then a harpsichord. Right. No, that came in the Renaissance. No, no, no. It was a harpsichord. All right. Fair enough. Primeval harpsichord. Right. But uh, no, it it was like, and there were a couple of times where I felt like they could have, because this isn't a thing that we have in America, Mm -hmm. I feel like they could have been more clear because you got kids here who have probably never seen this kind of thing before. And I don't think they were entirely clear when they were supposed to yell. And I'm sure most, if not all of the kids in the audience have been told their entire lives do not yell during a live performance behave so it, it is unnatural for your standard american kid to to want to be able to yell so they really should have made it like they did a little intro bit but i don't think it was enough like kids the kids caught on to booing and hissing when the bad guys yeah came out. eventually about halfway yeah. through they did i feel like what they should have done is escalate it like made mm-hmm. it more interactive at the beginning and escalated what you were supposed to do so you really got in the habit of it instead of just explaining it and then going away. And actually the band was helpful there too because the orchestra kept, like especially toward the end when they realized the kids weren't getting it, yeah. the orchestra guys started doing it. Like, yeah, Come lean into on, your microphone guys. or whatever and yeah. go boo or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that was good. But yeah, that was that was unfortunate. I feel like they could have done a little bit of a better job like getting the audience on board with what's supposed to be a big interactive experience. But there was quite a bit of interaction. And like I say, I think, I think for kids, it really it would be less boring than sitting quietly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I just putting myself in that mindset. Yeah. Like, like I say, going to a live thing and having to sit still and sit quietly mm-hmm. and then going to a thing where you're allowed to yell when you're unhappy about something and and cheer when you're happy to see the hero doing well and that kind of thing is neat. And I liked uh, toward the end because they have the all the kids go and set up at the front so that they can see and yeah. stuff. And they they're starting to get into it, and the bad guys tear up the the good guy's ticket to the ball. Oh yeah, it's Cinderella. Yeah. So yeah, the good they, guy is Cinderella. Yeah, yeah, and the stepsisters tear up her ticket so she can't go to the ball. And a little a little girl sits stands up at the front. And she goes, "You suck." Yeah. And <laughs> it was just it was no, it was and they really play good. they rolled with it. Yeah. That was good. There could have been, like, a couple of the performers were good at that. A lot of them could have been a little better. And, okay, this was their first night yeah. of a long run. They're going to be running, like, we saw this today is December 9th, and they've been doing it through Christmas. So they got some time to get, you know. We really wanted to get in there so that we could do it for the show. Yeah. And today was all. a convenient day. Yeah, it was. We happened to be in that part of town, and we just, okay, let's go see it. But, yeah, they, I'm sure they'll work out some of these kinks we're talking about, like, and and, you know. Like seeing anything on opening night, you're gonna you're gonna get some like, well, we're not quite there yet. We're stepping on each other's lines. We we've practiced this, but not in front of an audience mm-hmm. before, and you know, so we got to cut them a little slack there. Also, the one of the stepsisters, the was, there's two evil stepsisters, and one of them was really good at working the crowd mm-hmm. and like doing the big broad eye rolling and like, oh, look at this and that, and then the other one really wasn't. Like, oh, I don't know. I thought he was in a different way. Yeah. He had some good bits. Like, there was a bit where it was either physical comedy mm-hmm. or forgot his cues and played mm-hmm. along and made it physical comedy. Either way, I found it pretty funny. Mm-hmm. There was a whole dance sequence, and he didn't, he never knew where to be. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a great, like, everyone else is doing this sort of waltz thing back and forth, and he's just sort of flay, where's my partner? Where's my, what am I doing? And I, again, either he fucked up and was trying to make right. it funny, or it was built into the show. But either way, I, I laughed. And talking about things maybe 
taking things a little further. There was a couple of dance sequences where dancing, it wasn't just like dancing because it was a musical, it was dancing because it was happening in the play. Yeah, because um, at the ball, Cinderella yeah. at the ball dancing with the prince, that's the thing. And it felt like there was a real opportunity for a lot of slapstick there where yeah. like, you know, people falling oh, on Oh, like their, what I just yeah. described, but more. People falling on their butts and people ending uh -huh. up with the wrong guys and getting confused and mm -hmm. like tripping over banana peels and yeah. pantomime horses. There was a panto horse for about six seconds. I was so disappointed that it didn't have a bigger role. But it was there. It, it was, was in there. Very briefly. They did a transformation sequence where, mm -hmm. where the fairy godmother's turning Cinderella, like giving her the gown. And right. first she turns into a horse and then she turns into something else. And then she gets the dress right. Because that, you know, that's how it goes. I liked a lot of the um, the technical aspects like that. Like, oh, yeah. They had a, and it was all, a lot of it was sort of, um, pretty like rudimentary stuff but they well, really it was low did, tech they, on yeah, purpose but they did a really nice they job had, with they it. had a handful of good backdrops and yep. everything else was like low tech well they did some shadow puppet stuff which i really like yeah they during like the princess or uh, cinderella like running away in the coach and the coach turning back into a pumpkin and all that they did it all with shadow puppets. yeah there were there were some co like things that would have been too complicated visually either you would break the bank or it wouldn't be convincing so what they did was the 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 conceit in the story was the, the fairy godmother's watching Watching fairy vision mm -hmm. which is like a tv that she sets up which also serves the dual purpose of completely covering up the backdrop that they that the stagehands are changing while you're looking at this they're fixing it for the next scene and you're seeing shadow puppets like yeah like they would they would bring the pumpkin up real close yep. and then shake it like it was going blurry and then bring the coach down like it was like it had turned into it it was cute it was cute no and uh, they they did a lot of stuff like that like we when they did the transformation sequence for Cinderella, they brought up like a, a curtain. So two of the fairy godmothers held the curtain over her head and then right. it came down and uh, she was a monkey or whatever. Yeah. No, that was all cute. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed that. Um, I liked all the, the uh, like, the, uh, this isn't meant to be funny. Mm -hmm. I don't take it as funny, but I did like a bunch of the female roles were played by men and a bunch of like uh, uh, male roles were played by women just... As a thing, and it wasn't it wasn't ha ha drag, it was just it felt part a of the thing. Little bit like the evil stepsisters were a touch ha ha drag. Well, it was more ha ha. Look how ugly they are. Yeah, because they were very masculine looking dudes. Yeah, so and it was a short fat guy and a tall thin guy, and yeah. I like that they did that, and I like that they put on really grotesque makeup, and like it, it definitely wasn't just that they were dudes. There was more to it than that. But like the um. The other character, like other uh, male characters were played by women, and that wasn't mm -hmm. meant to be funny. They were just no. meant to be like- No, and honestly, that, who I thought stole the show was Prince Charming. Sorry, I don't want to get sued. Prince yeah. Charles. That was one of the jokes <laughs> they did, which I liked. Um, who was played by this chick who did a whole bunch of stuff. Yep. Uh, she got up and played bass at one point. Mm -hmm. And uh, just like they did a bit where she swapped roles with someone else for a while. Yep. And it was like definitely the most versatile- an engaging performer, I thought. And, uh, you know, also a bit attractive. Definitely rocked the uh, androgynous look, mm -hmm. I thought. But, uh, no, it was mostly just charisma. It was mostly just the, the, the stage presence. They picked someone charming yeah. to play. Honestly, both the leads. Yeah. Like, Cinderella was also yeah. quite good. Like, some of the... We had some issues with some of the lesser... Like, the, the, the lower tier performers. Mm -hmm. But the two leads were, were fantastic. And I like that they cast an actual older dude to play her dad. Yep. That was better than like making someone who's 25, making them up like they're old. Same with the um, 
The wicked stepmother? Yeah. Yeah. She's like a middle-aged woman. Like, that that works better for me than, than making someone up to make them look old. Also, probably the funniest part for me in the whole thing was they used fairy dust a couple times, mm-hmm. like, during transformation or to show magic was happening. And at the end, the fairies turn to the stepmother and the father and say, and your marriage is annulled. Poof, fairy dust. Yeah. It's really funny. That was cute. But uh, overall, I quite liked it. I mean, uh, I was, I was expecting. It was basically what I expected because I'd seen snippets of stuff, right? But uh, it was, it was pretty good. Like I, I feel like, like you say, the bad jokes could have been a little worse, mm. and some of the songs like could have been trimmed or made a little funnier. But other than that, but it or, was, it was fun, though. or just choreograph more interesting stuff during yeah. the song, so that if the song doesn't completely land, they're doing something interesting. But I, I you know, these are minor nitpicks. I would say 80% of it landed for me. A lot of it landed and a lot of it was genuinely like funny. It was just yeah. funny and like dumb funny. And and, and they slipped a couple of current events jokes yeah. in there, which were obvious. Just like, hey, we read the paper t- this morning. Russell, and we'll put Russell. this in the Yeah, okay. But, you know, also the venue. I oh, like the venue was really cool. Yeah, it had this big and this will be in the pictures yeah. we have. Um the um the, this big ornate fairy tale looking door mm-hmm. that wasn't the actual entrance. I think it works, but you you go in a different door. But it's I think just there for decoration. But uh, that was cool looking, and the inside it it just it looked like a children's theater, but like a really nice children's theater, like good acoustics, good you know, like good seats, good everything. Yeah, and it like um like all kinds of wall hangings and fairy lights and like it just looked like you went in there and I was like, "Oh, I'm ready to be enchanted." Yeah, it wasn't like cuz cuz the the building, the venue is like a one of those brewery places like they make a mm-hmm. billion beers on site and you can sit in their pub and drink their beers. And I thought it was just going to be like a, a tiny little theater. Yeah, I thought above we were going to be beer. Yeah, I thought we were going to be like on the stage where where bands play at the bar but only made up for kids. Yeah. This is a special dedicated thing in the in the other half of the building that is just for this. And the uh this isn't the only show they do. They actually their big thing is um what is it? The Moisture Festival? Yes, it's called the Moisture Festival. That's a real thing. Which is like a variety show, like an old time musical. They spell yeah. it in a French way, and I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm saying Ooh that's la how la. they that's how they spell it. And it's all like sort of classic art, like in in like it's not a variety show, like a modern not that anyone does variety shows anymore, but you know, it's got a burlesque. Mo- you know, modern. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> but it's got burlesque. And it's got like uh, I don't know acrobats, probably jugglers, Cirque du Soleil type crap. A lot of it also seems like um, old time music hall stuff. Yeah. Um, which honestly, like I was reading about it, and I'm like, I'm way into this. I will. I, I'd look I will at totally it, but I don't know back. if that would be my thing. This yeah. this was fun, but uh, well, this is also all meant to be comedy, which is an easier sell for you than something that's, that's meant to be. There's some comedy frou-frou. in the other thing, though. Yeah. Also, this isn't straight up comedy. It's Commedia dell'arte. You laugh where the jokes aren't. Because <laughs> you see, you don't know where to laugh unless I have my irritating laugh. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you haven't seen uh, Upstart Crow. That's not funny at all. With uh, David Mitchell as Shakespeare, you should because it's great. It's quite funny. It's by one of the guys who made Blackadder. So yeah, it, that... it's, it's very reminiscent of Blackadder. Yeah, it is. Um, but see, that's the kind of thing I'm familiar with, and that's why Panto didn't mm-hmm. like wasn't completely foreign to me. We brought some friends who had never 
heard of this kind of thing before and they're like you're going to some weird thing i got the afternoon free sure we'll check it out we'll go to that weird thing and, and they were both like yeah this is this is pretty great but um no i i kind of knew what to expect one of the things i was a little disappointed by was the venue did have good acoustics but a lot of the actors had trouble projecting they were mic'd but they st- i still couldn't always hear all the jokes and all the all the uh the songs and it was a little and if you're planning to play to a room full of kids that you're encouraging to run around and like and respond and, yeah. to specific things when there's a vocal trigger that makes them say something they should hear it so and they know that they're supposed to respond sometimes it took it like i was listening for them and sometimes it took me a second because i was like what the hell did they just say yeah do they want me to say something because yeah. I, I went in there wanting to play along like yeah. I, I wasn't like gonna go to this thing and cross my arms and be like i i'm not someone who likes to join in mm-hmm. or to help oh uh, you things. definitely like joining in in this i could see that yeah. that glimmer and it took you back to childhood i could tell yeah and but I, I you were into it. Yeah, I was really into it, and I wanted also I wanted to be like a good audience member for a thing like this. Yeah, you don't want to show up to someone's show and not yeah. like play along. I was dreading this is a thing because I have mild social anxiety. I was dreading direct audience participation, mm-hmm. which is not a thing I love. This kind of thing where you're all just yelling a thing that's great. But yeah, we put, we picked a, we picked seats in the back in the yeah, middle where there's, no there's one will bother you. Some comedy shows where they want to walk out and do crowd work and bring you up on the stage, and please don't. I I certainly have performed in front of people on a stage. I enjoy it when I am prepared, but out of nowhere, this is not my best time. Please just don't. But yeah, and uh, I mean, it seems like one of the first things you learn as an actor guy, is how to fill a room with how your to project, voice. Yeah. yeah. Or at least project as far as the mics and they can take you the rest of the way. Yeah. And and that was a bit of a problem. But I mean... Every- it was a big cast though, so the it mics was. couldn't pick up everyone just because of the... Like sometimes when everyone was on stage during madness times... I guess that's yeah, true. Yeah, it would be hard to hear. Yeah. But at that point, like, just use my normal speaking voice and you're fine. Yeah. Which is very, very loud. Mm-hmm. Um, also, but, one more thing about disappointment, and mm-hmm. I, I genuinely enjoyed this experience. Yeah. I don't want to focus on the negative, but they had a popcorn machine there. Yeah. They had a popcorn machine there, but there was no popcorn. There was just an empty popcorn machine. <laughs> Zero stars. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's just, uh, you're, you're playing by Yelp rules there. Yep. One minor disappointment means everything loses. Everything loses. Yep. <laughs> You got a little cup of mom wine, though, so that was something. Yeah, the lack of popcorn is why I drink. Drove you to drink. Yep. Um, I like the look of it. The set design was good. Mm-hmm. The costumes were good. Everyone, like, everyone suited their parts or didn't on purpose. Right. Like, I liked all that. And everything was really big. Like, yeah. it was all sparkly and, like, Big like uh, poofy yeah. chiffon skirts and and like, all the colors like yeah. the, the palette they used. Everyone complimented each other. Like mm-hmm. the fairies were all like there was a green one and a blue one and a pink one mm-hmm. and they all kind of fit together. And we we got some pictures. They aren't they aren't the usual like fancy ones with Amer- with Amanda's big camera because she didn't bring it. Because, I didn't want to you know no we didn't want to like disrupt their show. So we we both tried to snap some phone pictures and they're they're lower res than we usually post and they're you know from way back. But I think you get the general idea. Back outside of our audience participation range. Yeah, exactly. Um, you got anything else about this? Uh I mean, if you're in the area, it's a good way to spend your time. It absolutely like, is. It's a lot of fun. And I and this is a guy who doesn't like 
kid stuff, doesn't like musicals, doesn't like hacky broad comedy. I still enjoyed it. So it had like three strikes against it and I still thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I, I had like, I had a really good day today. It was yeah. just, it was a... Yeah, and if if they did a different one, if they did like they did Cinderella this yeah. time, if they did Sleeping Beauty or whatever they yeah. do, I'd go again. Yeah, I could see this becoming like a like a Christmas time tradition for us, and we sure. don't really do a ton of stuff like that. No, we're not Christmas people, but no. just because that's when it happens. Yeah, but I, I would yeah. I would do this again next year if they yeah. do if they do a different show, I'll totally be back. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> what nice would day. you give it? This was an eight. I really enjoyed myself. I'd say a seven. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to an eight. But, I uh, you know, but part of it's like childhood nostalgia like right i have a i have a soft spot for this sort of thing yeah i could tell yeah which is so rare because you have so few things like that <laughs> i don't it really you, calls attention to itself when when you have one well you don't want soft spots that's where they'll stick the knife in <laughs> oh god is this gonna be the thing that brings me down oh yes it is oh no it isn't <laughs> something else we did um which is, this is just sort of a tacked on last minute. Like, there's not much to say about it. But we happen to be in the neighborhood. This mm-hmm. is a thing someone set up in Seattle in the neighborhood we happen to be in. In the at, in front of their house. Yeah. It was less than 10 minutes in the car mm-hmm. to get there. So we're like, yeah, we we told our friends about this. And they're like, what? We hadn't heard about this. Let's, like, let's go. And we're like, okay, well, we're, we're here. So I'm we ar- did. And I'm we'll, already in my pajamas. We'll, we'll put a link to this because yeah. it's an ongoing thing, although it's going away soon. Uh, it's only going until uh, January. January, so, yeah. Uh, if if you're in Seattle, check it out quick. Uh, it is a uh, homemade reproduction of Diagon Alley from uh, Harry Potter. And I don't want to get anyone's hopes up. It's not huge. Or no, anything. it's not like a movie set. No, it's like, I mean, it's like an alley. Picture a room. <laughs> don't, don't, please. <laughs> you got to get better with your imagery. <laughs> no, it it was the size of a, an alley between two buildings. Like, that's it. Yeah. It wasn't very big. It was, it's set up in a neighborhood outside Mm -hmm. someone's house. Like, they've turned part of their yard into this. But it's really cool, though. Someone put a lot of work into this, and we'll put a few pictures of that up as well. It's, it's, it's cute. Oh, why didn't I bring my good camera if I knew we were going to go there? Well, we didn't know we were going to go there. If I had known, I would have. I happened to mention it to our friends, and they're like, let's go right now. I'm like, yeah, let's all go. Okay, right now. well, yeah, let's go right now. But it's right over there. But yeah, it was like it looked really good. Yeah, it was obviously someone had put a lot of work yeah. into it, like, and and were really into it. The thing is, I'm not a big Harry Potter guy. I liked them. Okay, I read the books when I was 30, so mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, they came out when I was in my 20s, so I kind of wasn't the target audience for them. But I like them all right. And it was, I could see the work that had gone into it and appreciate it. But because I'm not a huge fan of it, it didn't really do anything for me. It was neat. I mean, we were in out in and out of there in 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, no, I and mean, they don't charge money for it or anything. It's just they come have a to donation. my yard and look yeah. at a thing I made. There's a donation box for charity. Yeah, which, you know, we threw a buck or two in there because... It was neat. That feels right. And yeah, it was it was a cute thing that someone did. And I don't know that there's much more to say about it than that, really. It's mostly just sort of to draw people's attention to it, I think. Like, if you're in the area... Yeah. It's cool. But also, we got a couple of pictures. Yeah. And, you know, it's it was neat, but there's nothing like amazing or terrible either way to 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 say about it it was just something i wanted to tack on so and we had talked about going to see it while it was still there because yeah, it's right there because it's, it's there's interesting things in our city and we'd like to see interesting insert things saying i can do say we that. yes do we like that i mean i have 11 episodes of a podcast that seem to say that we do insistent thing <laughs> yes 
interesting things in our city. Interesting things in our city. Uh huh. So I don't know. What would you give that? Oh, that was like maybe a six. Like it was fine. Yeah. It was neat. It was yeah. better than dragon fruit. I I appreciate the craft. I really do, and I yeah. appreciate anyone's passion for something so dorky and the comment i made after we left is how many times a day do you think some dad rolls their eyes and said someone had too much time on their hands i love when people put their time and energy into something into a project for me especially when it's something Mm -hmm. that doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and i say that in the most adoring sense this doesn't matter at all it is completely frivolous and pointless it just brings people joy that's it yeah cool I, I applaud you for that. And there was so many people there when we were there who were just like so happy to be there. And some kids, but mostly people like our age. Yeah. Just like, hey, heard this thing from Harry Potter was here. That's pretty cool. So yeah. Shut up, guy I made up. Said this people <laughs> has too much time on your hands. Hypothetical straw man. Just shut up. But yeah, yeah. It was... Shut up, boring dad. <laughs> boring, fictitious dad. Yeah, boring, fictitious dad. Yeah. You're not the boss of me. I can make a podcast. <laughs> can make 11 podcasts. And going. This has been a co-production of Ron Algar Watt and Amanda Smith for Algar Productions and Giant Black Albatross, copyright 2017. For show notes, photos, RSS feed, and more details about us, visit we'retrying.com. Oh, I don't write a whole lot of letters. I figured I'd better say something now.